This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. Hello, mindful listeners. Dr. Holly Lucille here again. Thank you for being with us. We've got a great episode. I know I always say that. I can't help it. I love it. This one is called Sound Healing at Home. We're going to learn all about that. I've got a really talented guest, Ian Morris. He has over 21 years experience in the performing arts field and has made it his life's goal to use his gifts and passion to be of service to people in search of healing. And he does it through music because he is a multi-instrumentalist. He's going to tell us much more about himself. Ian, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, so you instinctively sought solace in music, especially during a time of poor health. And tell us tell us about that, that start for you, because I, I love these stories where people go through personal issues and it becomes their destiny, like their fate about their passion and then being in service to others. So tell me about more what happened. Yeah. So I had played sports my whole life and that was really um, early childhood and, you know, all through uh, high school, I played baseball as a, you know, I was told in high school I was going to play professional baseball and Uh about 17 years old, I had, you know, uh, Clemson, Florida State, all the baseball schools, you know, were um, talking to me, uh, scouts coming to the games and all that. And then shortly after that, I got diagnosed with mitral valve prolapse and I was having some issues like running and doing things like that. And so then all of that just went away (laughs) and it's something, you know, from T-ball to high school, um, and you're being told in high school that you're going to play professional ball. Um, and then that's all taken away. There was just this huge depression and, and about a year into the depression, it just turned into self-medicating, drinking and, you know, doing things like that and being kind of destructive. And, um, if you fast forward, you know, through all of that, um, lower energy stuff and get to a point where you find yourself overweight and kind of out of shape and your whole life has been about sports and being in shape, um, you know, and, and, um, being able to execute those tasks and skills. And then you just kind of wake up one day and you find yourself with lots of health issues and kind of looking at yourself in the mirror saying, um, what happened? <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, in that time period, I got diagnosed with MS and colon cancer. Um, it took wow. them about six months going through all these different tests, um, trying to figure out because there were so many issues. I was having like rashes on my skin. I was breaking out with foods I had ate my whole life. I was um, having lots of digestive issues. Um, I remember going almost 12 days without eating any food because it hurt more to digest food than it did to just be hungry. Yeah, there was a lot of um, uh, things that were going on. But what really, um, Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life was a huge book. And also, um, the Healing Power of Sound by Dr. Mitchell Gaynor, um, who was a traditional doctor that started uh, seeing the benefits from working with a monk that had a heart condition and started seeing, you know, that friendship really opened his eyes to vocal toning and singing bowls. And he started using it personally and then crossed over into his cancer patients. So that was those two books really um, made me dive headfirst into sound healing um, and kind of getting into um, that modality, um, as a practical everyday consistent use. And that's what really changed, um, 
my, my mindset, you know, opened me up to um, maybe part of this is in your head. You know, maybe you're playing a victim. Maybe you're not, you know, holding a more positive energy and looking at things in a different perspective than just um, being depressed and, and being angry and frustrated, you know? Yeah, so, I- I want to put these dots together because this is a fascinating and very compelling story and history that you have. Um, So, I mean, I, as an athlete myself, certainly not at that level, but I understand, I mean, what it's like to just go through school. I mean, I couldn't go skiing or anything because we were always, I was always, you know, on a team and it's, it kind of is all consuming. And then of course you get this blow of this diagnosis and you kind of go, as you said, into these lower energy coping skills, and then you develop yeah. health issues. When did the music start? Because your career started at Interlochen, and I actually moved to Los Angeles from Michigan. So I'm from the Grand Rapids okay. area. I did my undergrad there. Um, so okay. Interlochen, Michigan, uh, Center for Arts. It's an incredible school. How, how, where, where did that jump? How, connect those <laughs> dots for me. Yeah. Well, so my dad was a musician. I grew up with tons of music. He, um, when I was growing up, he had about 2,500 vinyl records. Wow. Um, and I was exposed to everything from like Miles Davis, John Coltrane, Tower of Power, to like James Taylor and the Beatles and just so much music, you know. So it was always a part of my life. And I went to Interlochen to work for a summer and then ended up staying a little longer because I liked it there so much. It was just such an eye-opening thing. And I actually hitchhiked back home from Interlochen, Michigan, back to Greenwood, South Carolina. <laughs> and within two months, started my my own nonprofit called um, Homemade Genius. And it was working with underserved uh, community with music and art lessons. And then it grew into festivals and concerts and things like that. And so that was really the first time that I saw music change kids where they would come in with um just a lot of issues from home and and some of the backgrounds that they were coming from and then also even learning disabilities and challenges like that and I was watching music right in front of me change them uh, their personalities they were becoming more outgoing they were becoming more um, focused and dedicated and and happy and so that's when I was like, okay, there's something more here than just entertainment. And it was just watching that transformation. And then fast forwarding to when I was going through health issues, I was stuck with, you know, traditional mainstream medicine. And so I felt um, that I needed to do something different. And I started researching with those books and just kind of went down the rabbit hole of using music as a self-care, you know, part of my, um, consistent daily routine. And so from there, you know, it was only about two weeks that I started noticing the difference in my mood and my focus. And then it started changing. I also grew up dyslexic. So I had a really hard time retaining information. And during this time, within about two months of working with the frequencies, um, I started seeing that I was able to retain books that I was reading in a whole nother level, you know, (laughs) and So there was changes to dyslexia, there was changes to my health, there was changes to my perspective. And I really, um, you know, look at it from the standpoint that my brainwave state was in this certain pattern through, you know, being in the victim mode and frustrated and angry and depressed. And it started working with my brainwave state. 
and and also creating new neuropathways, creating hope, creating new perspectives and new outlooks. And that's what it was enabled me to make different choices with food. I was about 315 pounds. And, oh. you know, I, within a year's time, I lost 115 pounds doing wow. meditation and the sound healing and breath work every day. Wow. Um, so, Ian, it's one of the it, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but this is, I mean, so, yeah, for the listeners, let's talk about what sound healing, like, how does it work? Like for them, because we're going to yeah. get into your new business and um, <laughs> listening to smile. But so, yeah, let's talk about what sound healing is, how it works, and this lovely alliterated phrase, frequency is the fuel. We're going to talk about that too. So I'll <laughs> let you have it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, sound healing basically is just a, a body uh, recalibration. Um, if you look in music, uh, when people are mixing music and making it for uh, production value, like whether it's for a movie or for, you know, entertainment at home, um, when they're mixing and mastering the music, there's certain frequencies that can jolt the body. And so what they're doing is they're, you know, calibrating the music so that they're lowering a frequency that helps to lower the, the overall levels. Um, and bring the right frequencies, you know, in there based on the instruments and the song and, and all of that. So basically that's what we're doing with sound healing with the body is just recalibrating. If there's something that uh, is too loud, you can there's a frequency you can use to help lower uh, that vibration or frequency in the body, just like um, heart rate, brainwave state. You can use different frequencies and focus um, on certain uh, notes or frequencies with the human body to help it find more balance. And that's what we're doing. That is great. So let's talk about listening to smile. Yeah. So listening to smile is something that um, was birthed <laughs> through my self-care and just seeing the amazing results with myself and then moving to friends and family and then ultimately growing into events. And those events um, would gain people's interest from photos, videos on Facebook and social media. And then affiliates around the world started reaching out saying, I want to use your music and my massage practice or my yoga studio. And so um, about a year and a half in, we opened up an affiliate project, uh, program that allowed people to use the music in a holistic commercial setting where they could have the proper permissions and license to use it in their setting, but also resell permissions and be able to create their own products based around our music. And so uh, the thing that makes our program a little different is that we're not only making meditation music and, med and music for sleep and relaxation, but we're also doing mid-tempo and up-tempo music for people that are using it working out, uh, hiking, biking, people that are using it, um, you know, for like ecstatic dance and yoga class and things like that. And so we're creating sacred frequency music across all genres and platforms, you know, so it's like everything from folk music to rock to hip hop to dance music um, to even down to like curtain and uh, vocal toning and chanting and shamanic drumming. So it's a lot of different music created with specific intentions and frequencies. And then we create a new album every month based on the current events and the astrology for the month. So it's like very all-encompassed, um, you know, 
uh, albums that are put out each month. Wow. All right. So when I go, like, I just signed up for uh, listening to smile.com and I, mm-hmm. I can't wait. So when I go there, um, there are all, I mean, I see that there's all sorts of things and these are, these are poignant uh, to different conditions or what you want to do. It's, it's all about that. Like you said, sound healing at home, using these beats, using these rhythms, um, using the frequency as fuel. Who came up with that? Did that, was that you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dana's the co-founder with me and her and myself, uh, do a lot of the work with the clients. We, we call it personal frequency coaching. So what that means is there's people who are getting turned on to sound healing because it's becoming, uh, you know, more and more prevalent in yoga classes and um, even holistic centers are starting to do more sound healing offerings. So people get really excited because they see it so much these days. And so they say, well, I don't really know anything about it. Where do I start? And so that's what the personal frequency coaching does. We explain a little bit about sound healing and then how they can incorporate it into their life. And the, the reason why we say sound healing at home is that Um, when I was going through my healing process, I love singing bowls. I would put them on me and play them and I would play them just constantly because I loved the tone. It was very soothing. But the problem is, is that when you're really trying to meditate, you don't want to sit there and roll a stick around a bowl. You want to really go in, you know, and and kind of tune into the process of meditation and, and not be consumed with those. And then also I found after doing it a while, singing bowls are very limited. They have one note or one frequency that they're dealing with. And after a couple of months of working with one, I was like, okay, I'm ready to move on to something else, <laughs> you know, to have some more variety. And so what we like is that people can do this with, you know, little to no investment. Most people have headphones at home. They buy an album, they put the headphones on, they go through the intentions and the breath work and the kind of mindfulness techniques that are paired with the albums. And it's something that changes every month. So the the music changes, the frequencies change, the intentions change. So it's always something fresh. And that's what makes it easy to incorporate. It's um, not a huge investment, not a huge investment on time. But if you give it two weeks to a month, we see major changes in people's, uh, you know, perspective, um, their energy, their focus, um, and even people that are having problems with things like restless you know, leg or restless syndrome, where they're just kind of constantly thinking and can't quiet their mind. Um, this, this kind of um, approach is just really effective. Wow, that's amazing. And you know, what I love about it so much, Ian, is that I don't want to say this with, um, with any connotation, but it's very passive. You know, when people are asked to exercise or to change their diet or to sit and be with their thoughts and not judge themselves. It's difficult. I think it's difficult for the inertia for folks to get started. But as you said, this is a pretty um, high frequency, low investment from an energy perspective, from an effort perspective uh, to do and a modality to help heal. Yes. Yeah. Um, You know, the way that we put the music together, we call it the LTS method. And so what we're doing with that is a lot of people, like if I were to play a tone right now, just like at a um, um, a hearing test, right? And they play the tone, you know, and they'll like, raise your hand if you can hear the tone, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> right. But if I were to right. play a tone that was around 963 hertz, which 
is from the sulfate geoscale, scale um, and it's kind of the go-to, you know, 432 and 528, they call it 528 frequency of love, and 528 is in the tuning of the sulfate geoscale. scale, and so the sulfate geoscale scale kind of goes back to the Gregorian chants and a lot of um, kind of historic, <laughs> you know, undertones, but the thing that's so neat about it is that they, the monks believe that if you had six people and you would vocal tone each of those notes from that scale, that it would be a whole body healing over the person that they were, they were vocal toning over. Um, they believed it to be very healing to the body, especially hearing it consistently. So the interesting part of that is that um, with with sound healing, if I were to play that nine, like 963 hertz, which is kind of equated to the crown chakra, most people are going to kind of go, ooh, I don't know if I like that. And it's because it's what I would say is outside of their normal palette, sound palette. And what I mean by that is like you get up in your morning, you have a routine at your house, you go to work, you're on the same kind of drive, you have this normal sound palette that you're used to. There might be a siren here or there that's out of place, but most of the time you kind of have the same sounds with you on a daily basis. And that would be what I would call your sound palette, your daily sound palette. But if you start, you know, venturing outside of that, sometimes people will get uncomfortable just because it's new and they're not used to those tones. And so with the LTS method, what we do is we take the base frequency that we're starting with, like if we're starting with 528 hertz, it would be a C note tuned to 448 equals 444 so it's out of outside of standard tuning for music and then you take that c note and we would put a mid octave and a bass octave on that and so you're getting a tritone not in a musical term but just the three octaves of that same note and so when you blend that together and make that the foundation and then tune all your instruments and put the song on top of that foundation they're getting those octaves delivered from the start of the song to the end of the song and when people put on headphones they'll say listening to smiles music sounds very different it's so much fuller it's like i can feel it in my body when i'm listening to it and i believe that it's the tones and that foundation the lts method that gives them that feeling of fullness and that feeling where they feel like it's vibrating their body when they're listening with the headphones and so what it's doing is it's actually raising their vibrational state because it's giving their brain something to focus on for the entirety of that song two minutes five minutes whatever it is um and instead of like a traditional piece of music that changes three four five times throughout the song they're getting something that is sustaining and connecting with their brain and actually helping to facilitate a new brainwave state while they're listening. Wow. All right. So this is very compelling and I want to make it super simple for my re- uh, for my listeners. If somebody is interested in like, okay, Ian has totally sold me not only on his story, but on, on this, this modality. And I know that I need to get out of the space that I'm in and this can help. What's the easiest thing for them to do? They can come to listeningtosmile.com, and at the top of the page, it'll say get music, something like that. I can't remember specifically, <laughs> but, but you, at the top, <laughs> it gives them an option to buy music, and there's a wellness series. The wellness series is for sale to the general public, and we have about 10 albums on there that they can purchase um, off of the, the site there, and it'll just download digital music straight to their computer um, or to the app. 
you know, through the Bandcamp app, um, whatever they choose. And so they can get started. They can purchase it, download it, and get started within two to five minutes, you know, um, listening to the music that way. Um, And, yeah, so that would be the easiest way. And then we also work with practitioners, people who are wanting to use the music with their practice. Um, And... So there's also a, another option on there that says become a sonic meditation affiliate, which basically gives them training to learn how to hold these um, frequency events as well as being able to use it in their practice and to resell it to their clients or create their own products from it. So. Ian, this is incredible. Thank you so much. All right. So folks, I want to just review this. This is listening to Smile. Um, and then your app that you can download is the um, the Bandcamp, right? It's listening to smile1.bandcamp.com? Yeah. And then that can go onto the phone and you can you can purchase the music through there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ian Morris, listening to smile.com, sound healing at home, folks. This is, this is about being mindful and you can do it while you're just listening to music. Ian, thank you so much for your journey, for your passion, for your work, and for your service to others. Mindful listeners, thank you for being with us once again, and we're going to see you next time.